You're listening. You're listening to Kids from Yesterday podcast. They're back. I'm your host, Jared Way. <laughs> Does that mean I'm Frank? Can I be Frank? Can, yes. be, can I be Frank? Can I be Frank with you? Yeah, they're fucking back. My chemical romance are back. I have no words. This we is... have lots of words. We have we have to fill 30 minutes here, Courtney. You've got to get your words together. Okay, well, I have words, but the words are mostly variants of... And, oh my god! Yeah, like, okay. Do you guys remember, maybe you're new to the podcast, but... 17 or 16 episodes ago we sat here in dark basement hq and Coda yes. was sitting here talking to me and she was like danger days was set in 2019 maybe my cam will come back we literally did a list of bands we hoped would come back yes. in 2019 we talked extensively about wanting hey monday to come back and cobra starship to come back but top of that list was my chemical romance we're going to slot a clip in here we're going to talk a little bit about maybe what kind of reunions would you like to see over the next you know 2019 what do you want to see happen um obviously i would love as we said my cam to come back yes. i don't think they will i think jared's so resistant the idea of doing like anniversary tours obviously top of 2019 wish list is my cam and like this is this is the thing we talked about this is the thing we hoped every time we yes. sat down to record this podcast anytime my chemical romance comes up in conversation we say the same things over 2019 we say you know, Danger Days, that album, their last album was set in California 2019. Um, it's, I cannot believe that we're actually sat here having this. I can't believe we're actually making this podcast right now. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. And I can't, like, I cannot believe that we're actually recording this. We were like, oh, you know, if it happens, we'll, we'll do an emergency broadcast. Ha ha ha. But uh, yeah, this is our emergency broadcast. Yeah. Um, so on today's podcast, we're going to, you know, get excited. We're also going to tell you absolutely everything we know about this reunion. What's happening, how it happened. Um, and we're going to give you all the information that we found across the web. Just so that you can have that nugget of information and you can be as up to date as we are. Yeah, and what well, we're gonna be recording this the Wednesday before it comes out. So if there are random inserts throughout the podcast, it's because there is more information that we've wanted to bring to you before we released it on Monday, which is probably when you're listening, if you listen on the first day, because that makes me very happy when I see those numbers go up. And um, before we get into that, um, if you remember from episode 15, 14, 14, the five go to Mars Island. Yes. Yeah. Episode 14, Five Go to Mars Island, we talked a lot about um, Gerolato, 30 Seconds to Mars, and Camp Mars, Mars Island. Um, and we put a call out for people who were fans of 30 Seconds to Mars, who um, maybe had attended Camp Mars. We wanted to hear, because we kind of maybe insinuated a little bit, a lot, that it's a <laughs> cult. Um, and we talked a lot about cults, and then we wanted to know, like, this is us looking in. So we wanted to hear from an actual fan. So 
a person who um their twitter username is at maggot stitched please don't send them anything mean this is just a nice thing they said to us they said hi i'm an echelon who attended camp myers i enjoyed myself greatly i got to play the drums at shannon one night the concert um the concert where jared stood next to me each night i ended up getting a forehead kiss from jared too some see him as a savior but i view jared leto as my weird goofy friend um, and then they said, I went to Camp Myers the second year. Um, I met cool people. I got to meet the band. Um, there were two concerts. They were really fun. Um, we watched Jared's rock climbing documentary. And then he said, oh, they said again, I also got to play drums at Shannon. Um, it's all good times. Jared is very cool, to be honest. So that sounds like they had a nice time. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how fun it is to be, you know, it's, it's a bit like going, you know, to somebody's house and they're like, look at my vacation photos and then they play you a slideshow. It's just what I feel like if somebody was like, watch me rock climb. I don't <laughs> think I'd be interested in that. I love how we're saying this yet. The next part of the podcast is going to be us being like, oh my God, Jer- <laughs> Jared, Jared Way. Our Lord and Savior, Jared yeah. Way has returned. But look, we're here to have a good time, not to not be hypocrites. I just... We're not here to judge anyone. We're here to have conversations. Yeah, and this is what we asked for as well. Of, yeah, we asked for it. And we kind of talk about emo um, from a critical sense, but also from the standpoint as huge fans. Yeah. Um, so yeah, now that we've got that bit of housekeeping, I guess, out of the way we want to get straight into the main bit so obviously like we said we can't believe we're actually sitting here recording this actually in dark basement there's no lights on actually, i just realized yeah, it's actually dark it's actually dark here for once um if you are new to the podcast uh, my name is coda my name is courtney and we do this every second monday um we've got a couple of episodes out just some shameless self-promotion before we get into the bit you're really here to listen to um some shameless self-promotion we are on yeah, we do this every second Monday. We have episodes about Paramore, You Meet Six. We've discussed misogyny at length in two different episodes. Also, our next episode is going to kind of touch on the world of misogyny and emo music once again. We have another angle, <laughs> lol. Um, <laughs> we've talked about kind of, um, we have another episode called Which Came First, The Music of the Misery, where we kind of talk about the link between depression and mental illness and emo music. Um, and we also, I mean, we have held off on doing a My Chem episode and we still will do a My Chem special at oh, some yeah, point in the future. This is just like a little additional bit. This is a public service broadcast. Yeah, this we is need the... to bring you the information that we know about this reunion to your little ear holes. <laughs> to, to your small little ear holes. To your small little ear But like the previous thing we've done is um, a, a dear friend of mine um, agreed while Claudia was in Hot Topic because um, Claudia went to Hot Topic for about a month and I didn't see her and I missed her terribly and then she didn't even bring me anything when she came back so that was mean but um, my dear friend Danny um, kindly agreed to read out her 14 year old fan fiction um, from 2005 so she was 14 not that it is 14 oh my god it is 14 years old yeah not that she's 14 no she's not she's she's <laughs> she's much older than that um, but she it was her My Chemical Romance fan fiction yeah. from back in the day so that was our last My Chem episode but even during the recording of that we made jokes about like what it would be like if My Chem came back so the fact that this is happening is mind blowing yeah it's fucking bananas like actually just I just you should go back and listen to that, by the way, because even though I wasn't here, I was kind of, I'm so enraged that it wasn't even on the best episode of my own podcast. But it don't is worry, so we good. may have something coming up in the next month or so. No promises, but something's coming and it will be worth it. So, okay. So let's get into it. Thursday, the 31st of October, 2019. What were you doing when you found out? 
I was dying from a cold, sick in bed. I literally was surrounded by tissues. It was dark. I was watching Gotham or Gotham adjacent interviews. I'm obsessed with Gotham. I will talk about it to everybody. My <laughs> friends listening to this are probably like, Jesus fucking Christ. She's Courtney. just convinced me to go ahead and watch it as well. <laughs> I am spreading the good word. Yes. I am fighting the good fight. Please watch it. I don't, it wasn't popular. I don't, sorry, this is anything with away. Gotham the title. Courtney's like, yeah. <laughs> like, it's for me. <laughs> I'm um, there. It's an amazing show. There's bisexual rap. There's a homo romantic storyline. Um, really good writing like it's just it's and like actually a really nicely diverse character without them like character like cast that's the yeah. word character base was what I was going to say a mm-hmm. fan base a character base um really good fucking show but that's what I was doing I was sitting in bed and then somebody messaged us on Instagram just as I saw a thing on Tumblr and it was the um the Mike um, Facebook page it changed their like the MCRX flag to a candle and all my Tumblr thing was just like, because I multitask when I do anything, was just people going, oh, fucking Warner, it's going to be another like uh, thing drop. Right, like, sure. how could you do this on Frank's birthday? What's wrong with you? And I was like, what the hell? And then I scrolled down and somebody, I, I, we'll post this on our Facebook, but somebody had put together a, um, a post and it was like a screenshot from the Warner Music Store. And some of them had t-shirts that said return across them. And I was like, because I'd just shown it. I think I sent it to you. Stop. I'm getting like shivers just listening <laughs> to the story again. I'm like, it's coming. It's, it's coming. coming. Like, it's happening. Any happening. Um, but like, I saw this and I just sent the, the oh my God, here's the screenshot thing to, to my friend Annie and to you. Um, and like to a few other people. And I was like, here we go again. Because the last time, this has happened many times yeah. where we're like, nothing is happening. Um, and then I was like, wait a second. Because then I saw this other post. I was like, Warner accidentally posted t-shirts like, and I sent it to Michael, um, our sound engineer, um, and he was like, this is, I'm not doing this because they're like his <laughs> most favorite band in the world. And he was like, they're going to break my heart if this is another. He's like, I'm not, I don't trust it. Yeah. And I was sitting here going, uh, my whole head, I'm like, my capable romance because I actually couldn't speak at all. My whole head is completely stuffed. Um, and then they set up a Instagram. And I'm sitting here watching this unfold with like my nose streaming everywhere. And I'm like, where were you when they got back together? Well, I was busy being disgusting. That's what I was doing. What were you doing, Clara? Uh, well, it was Eroween. It's pictured Eroween 2019. I was sat on my couch at home uh, in the dark. I was watching something on television. And I had seen a tweet being like, oh no, not this shit again, my chemical romance. You know, are my chemical romance added again? Yes or no? And, you know, that kind of thing going on. So I ignored it. I didn't really think anything of it. I was like, whatever. If it's a merch drop, I'll find out about it eventually. And then. And then. I got a text message from Chloe. Or from Courtney. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know my own name, okay? Can we just, just for anybody listening, just to clarify, I'm Courtney. And I'm Chloe. Chloe. Yeah. To clarify again, if anyone wants a funny story about how I introduced myself as (laughs) Chloe to Josh Franceschi, please go back to where you need six episodes. Yeah. Anyway, I get a text from Courtney and she's like, oh my God, it's happening. And I'm like, (laughs) I literally, my whole, like every hair on my body stood up. Because I had, was really sick that week as well. Like I had a vomiting bug. And I just started sweating and I was really cold at the same time. And I was like shaking. I was like, oh my fucking God. And I was like, text, text me back. I was furiously texting my other friends, like putting them in group chat. Like literally going off, checking the internet. My boyfriend comes in from work and he's like, oh, how are you? I'm like, shut up. I got the romance are back together. And he's like, oh, whatever. So that's fine. I'm like, I couldn't hold a conversation with him because my head was like, I was just so focused. I was like, yeah. I need to know all the information. What's happening? What's going on? Um, 
so he's like you know it's it's, it's Halloween we want to have a few sweets he goes off to the shop to get a few bits so we're gonna watch a film and he rings me from the shop and I'm like is this about my chemical <laughs> romance because if not I don't want to know and he's like I can't find any strawberry bonbons so like, <laughs> just get whatever and like went back into my panic like I could not that was the only place my head was going yeah. I, I like could not think about anything else and I cannot believe that we are here still I know I keep saying that I can't believe it's happening but I literally cannot believe this is happening no I mean honestly like that what they posted on the Instagram if you didn't see it is they posted like four pictures and then a, a final picture that just said MCR it looks like MCR 5 yeah and then they posted a, a thing to say return and it was a gig that's going to be in California on the or in LA sorry on the 20th of December yeah and it was in like his expo hall and I still at this point did not trust it I was like what if this is just a fucking like exhibition yeah exhibition of like our costumes from the like you know I, yeah. I was like I just I knew they wouldn't I mean no, I knew they wouldn't do this because MCRX confused the hell out of people yeah and I was like I would hope that they wouldn't do this um, so the tickets were like $149. They sold out in like three minutes. Yeah. Like literally they're gone. Um, and they've since, they've announced... Um, they're playing Download Festival. Yeah, so Download in Australia. And they're playing gig in Japan. Yeah, they're, they're doing Download Japan as well. Yeah. So because they've announced the two downloads, I imagine... There's been no confirmation yet, but like, again, if you hear us inserting something into this episode, there has been since we recorded this. I imagine they'll do download France and download in the UK as well. Um, I've just got chills there when you said that. I know. (laughs) I'm almost here. Um, I can see them doing the festival circuit, maybe doing a US tour in the spring, and then maybe doing a European tour in winter because there there, there is a rumor that they're playing they're doing a uk tour in september and the last time there was a stop i keep getting chills every time you're like saying things i'm like (laughs) just stop saying words um i mean the last time there was a rumor like that was before slipdown announced that they were coming back here there was rumors that they were going to play a show in january um and that was like there was like a face a fake facebook event set up um and it like they are actually playing in january next year so I mean, I don't trust it, but at the same time, I'm like, well, that has to have come from somewhere. Yeah. So I f- no smoke and fire. No, and I think Alt Press confirmed that there will be a tour announced eventually. So I'd say they're going to use my camp because they're headlining all of these sh- these mm-hmm. all the downloads anyway. Um, and they're taking Jimmy Eat World with them, and I'm like, just the limo babies. I'm so happy. I honestly feel like this is like you know, it's Easter Sunday. Jesus has come out of the cave. He's really alive again. I feel like that's what we're experiencing. <laughs> we're not talking about cults or anything, except here we are with our hypocrisy. <laughs> so we're not saying we're in a cult, but Jared is Jesus. Yes. And he's back from the dead. It's, this is what I feel like it's like. Christ has risen. It's, it's, it's like, as the year was going on, like I was really like, okay, this is something we may announce on the podcast. And as we were getting like nearer and nearer to the end of the year, I was like losing hope. I was like, nah, it probably won't happen. Yeah. But like, why? Why did we not calculate in our fantastical, intelligent minds that the day that they would announce it, of course it would be on Halloween. Emo Christmas. Emo Christmas, Frank's birthday. Like, Of course that was the day. If there was ever going to be a day. I'm sick that we did not think of that before. Oh, same. Like, Like, it was so close to connecting those dots. Like, if we were to just, like, figure out a date, like, before they announced they were getting back together, obviously, if we were, like, knew it was going to happen in 2019 and we had to guess which date it was, like, obviously, obviously, the 31st of Yeah, October that wouldn't have made the most sense. I feel like we are better for not having pinned our hopes to a date. 
Because Probably. I think had we done that, there would have been a lot of hype about it. And I'm they may have. Because if you remember, a while ago, we talked about the time that Joe Jonas said, like, oh, hey, Joe. going to say. Just, yeah, but like, hey, I, I was rehearsing in New York and I heard my chemical romance were down the hall. What happened to those guys? I thought they broke up. Um, and then Frank Iyer confirmed on Instagram, somebody goes, oh, so Joe Jonas was right after the announcement broke. And he said, no, actually, we were never in New York. It was just a lucky lie. Yeah. And so, everybody was like, sure, Frank. Sure. Because I've seen loads of people on Twitter being like, I can't believe Joe Jonas is right. Yeah. Because our theory was that it wasn't, it wasn't my chem, but Frank Iyer's band. Yeah. And he just kind of didn't really realise that, that yeah. he had a different band and just kind of mixed things up. Um, but it's just like all those interviews that we posted on our Facebook where Frank was talking about the he was talking about like the all his bands and he was talking about my chem and he was talking about emo and stuff he had known at that point that they were coming back yeah. and he was like oh yeah uh, Joe Jonas you're a Disney kid bro or whatever it was like but isn't it the same thing like you told the story before about how Fall can Boy. you retell the story for perhaps if anyone here is listening about how Father Boy and Patrick Stump had kind of like diverted the attention and said it's not happening when yeah. in reality so happened. like there had been the day before the Father Boy hiatus had ended and um, Pete Wentz had done an interview he was like Father Boy are never getting back together it's not happening we aren't doing it it's just not it's not happening and it was like with a I can't remember who the interview was with but prior to that um, there had been a picture that had surfaced of the band and it looked like Andy had more tattoos than he did at the time that the picture was apparently supposed to be from. So like at the time I had joked with my friends, like my friend Laura specifically, um, oh, I'll just DM. Oh, I'll just tweet Patrick Stump and ask him. You know, because mm. like this was maybe 2013. So like people weren't really that big on Twitter still at that point. So I tweeted him, no, when did they come back? 2012? So this one would have been 2011. Mm-hmm. I tweeted being like, hey, when is this photo from? And Patrick sent me a DM to say that photo is from 2007. And I was like, you're a lying liar. Because it just, it just didn't look like them in 2007. Yeah. Um, and I like I remember being like, oh my God, first of all, Patrick Sump sent me a DM. What the fuck? And then it was like, but it was like all part of this thing where they were just heavily protecting the idea that they like were coming back. Mirrors, yeah. yeah, they were like, no, we're not. No, we're not. No, we're not. So it was just like the, the context of knowing that Frank did that interview where he was like, you know, oh, my chem is great. It would be cool if we got back together someday, but it's unlikely going to happen. Hey, I survived a car crash. Anything could happen or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then you did a shit, Frank. <laughs> it's weird how they've all taken this stance of like, we're not going to tell people we're, we're going to get back together. We'll just surprise them, which is nice. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, damn, it just takes, tell us. It takes pressure off them, though, I suppose. I think so. Like, yeah, yeah, obviously. If you can imagine they broke up because they felt like they had to. And then, like, I mean, there's all that stuff that goes around about like I'm saying that the band has ended because we're not in it for what we want it to be anymore and like it has to end now and My Chemical Romance isn't a band it's an idea now it's a band again I'm very confused what what are it's you it's not a band it's an idea but now You're it's a like band a again of your imagination yeah they're not maybe real. they never actually ever existed <laughs> maybe not dun, dun, dun. um something that's really interesting um is that the posts that they put up yeah so they were for they look like runes. They're not really runes because runes are, are like Nordic, I guess. And they're they're not like... They're like made up witches' runes a little bit. Okay. Kind of. I, I can... They're like like hier- like glyphs, I guess. I think they look like hieroglyphics that were maybe carved into a stone. I think we, yeah. we both have different ideas about what they mean, so... Yeah. But the, the thing that went up with them is they had like a small... In the corner, they had X1, X2, X3, X4. So yeah. like it could be exhibit one or example one or it could be fucking execution one or it could be mean it could mean anything yeah um but the the candle was clarity the um 
And they have they sorry because I haven't seen this. They have said that this is what clarity is. This no, is, oh they have. This These is this, your, yeah. this is just the idea. Yes, yeah, so this is my okay. this is my idea, and then I saw it on Tumblr as well. So this is not just like a thing I made up in my head. This is like an accepted Ted Cannon theory fan theory. Yeah. So there was clarity, sacrifice, courage, and devotion. So clarity is the candle, um, and you could argue that clarity was the concept behind. You, I brought you my bullets. Yeah. Because, like, as the story goes, um, my chemical romance started because Jared was working for Cartoon Network back in 2001 and he got a job in New York um, because he works in comics and that's, like, yeah. that's what he does now and that's what he did then. Um, and he witnessed 9-11. And I think a lot of bands around that yeah. time, that's where a lot of the current emo music was born out of. So he witnessed 9-11. He realised he didn't want to be doing a job where he thought he had to do like you know he was like I'm good at art and I'm good at this stuff so I should be doing this instead of like I want to do music um so clarity could be like that moment of like this is what I'm meant to do yeah um and then sacrifice for three cheers um I guess the con like if you know the story behind this um it was when they signed this deal and they they made this record they'd gone out on tour and um no, they signed a deal for this this record and they made it they went out on tour um mikey and jared's grandmother was really close to them and she was the one that really encouraged jared to be a musician even though when he first got a guitar he could not play he could not sing he was just really fucking determined to be a musician mm-hmm. um and her name was helena or helena um depending on where you're from in the world and she really encouraged them i think her name is elena but sometimes mm-hmm. they called her helena um, she really encouraged him to be a musician and she was like his favourite person in the world and then I think she passed away like before he got to see her when he came back off tour so it's like that album with the songs that are on it and the concepts yeah. that are on it there was sacrifice involved in getting to do that which is really sad but like makes a lot of sense for the the concepts behind it then the third album obviously Black Parade Courage like the whole thing about going on even when you don't want to and it's about death and it's I'm gonna about, cry oh, don't, <laughs> don't cry but it's like it's about I it's like right now. <laughs> you can cry if you want to it's okay we're all crying <laughs> just there's a lot of tears but like you know you have the, it's the courage um, like the whole concept of marching on and continuing on um, though you're broken and defeated like that's I just that's what that feels like and it's like it's amazing if this is what these mean that they've summed up the these art like this fucking yeah. art in one word and then ep- the episode album four devotion and it's depicted by like a sun and that just made me think of the tiny daggers up to heaven yeah yeah are you okay I, I'm having a moment here <laughs> yeah, I okay. like, feel like tears coming yeah I never thought the first time I'd cry on this podcast because I knew it was meant to come because I never stopped crying would be over my <laughs> I just feel so emotional, like, just thinking about, like, uh, you know. Yeah, and it's just, it's, it is amazing to me as a writer, as, like, a, like, I'm not. An artist. Well, am I? Um, you are an artist. Okay, I'm an artist, thank you. As, it's amazing to me as an artist to be so confident in your work, to be able to sum it up in one single word. And for each of those words to mean exactly what you want them to mean. And, like, yeah. maybe they have a different definition for them, but it's, like, on a, a, on a surface level, looking at these things and seeing what they mean if you look at the each of the logos individually you can see that obviously the candle is clarity we've kept saying that that's like showing you the light um yeah. and that would make sense for brought you my bullets it's like this is what he was meant to do um for the second one courage and three cheers it kind of looks like a hand holding like a really crudely drawn heart yeah so it's literally like have courage but it's also there's like there's a tear around it and it's like 
there's, yeah, there's, there's like there's loss and yeah, and and that, and there's then loss and like there's sacrifice. It's the hand, um, and then the last one is the is the sunshine. So there's devotion, and I think I think that like devotion is a really good word for danger days because, like, it was such a fantastical story, but like it was set in the desert, so obviously there's the sunshine, but the hand specifically makes me think of the tiny daggers, up to yeah. heaven, um. And the album was written not because they wanted to do it, but like out of devotion to their fans because people didn't want my kingdom to end. So the Killjoys was born as like a a way of continuing to honour that and then they disbanded. But like the yeah. plan was only ever to make it to three uh, albums. To three albums, yeah. Um so it's just it's a lot. And the final logo then is like kind of a I don't know how to describe it. It's just it's a it's very like you've probably seen it everywhere, but it's the 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 new logo. It looks like a load of just drawn like disconnected lines, but it looks like MCR five. Yeah. The hand at the end. This is the new era. Um, and the thing I saw on Tumblr was like somebody saying that they can't cope with the fact that like for the last six years we have just talked about the same four albums over and over again. All the memes have been the same. Like this, we've just had the same content yes. for six years. New content. And now suddenly we have a new era and it's like, it's a f- total fucking mindfuck. Like I just, yeah, I don't know. Your, yeah, your reason, I didn't read any of the kind of the reasoning behind it. I just seen um fire, water, air and earth in those emblems and I was like <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's what that is but that's cool though and like I mean you could also sum it up as that as well like that's not wrong and there is something probably in that because that is a water droplet and the hands and the earth and stuff and then you had I thought it was their hands like coming out of the grave like coming back to coming us. back I mean yeah it's a severed hand so your idea of what they are yeah and, you know the, the, the given idea on in the internet is completely different to what I Thought I just thought they were the four elements: water, fire, air, and earth. Um, and I didn't think any deeper than that. But now that you've told me the deeper meanings, I'm like, that's why I got so emotional. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean that's not wrong either. I mean we could be reading way too fucking much into it, and it, it may just be something about the new era. I don't know. Um, it's hard to know, and it's impossible to know without. It could be for coming of the new album, and I think in the t- in the day and age that we're in as Taylor Swift fans. I think naturally, because everyone reads, if you're into Taylor Swift, you read so much into everything she does, you kind of come away with the idea that every band is like this. And that may not necessarily be yeah. the case. And I feel like imagery and meaning behind things is so deep for like Fall Out Boy and Paramore yeah. and kind of the symbolism and stuff like that. Like it's poetic that we're naturally assuming that yeah. it's that, but they could be just like stuff we like. Um, <laughs> Handprints. <laughs> we like hands. Um, there are hands Frankie in the band. Did some finger painting, and here's his <laughs> handprint. He's so proud of his drawing. I feel like it's. I mean, you, because we've had eras before, we have had mm-hmm. each era has been so distinct as well in terms True. of imagery and costume and everything. And we know that's really important to them. I can see them going down some sort of like witch kind of. I kind of seen it as kind of like again or like Nordic <laughs> no or something. But also the kind of the Jesus thing because they use like a like a, a statue and like return across it and it kind of looks it reminds me a bit of like the Pieta, you know the I think it's Jesus dying in Mary's arms or something is what that sculpture is. Oh yeah. It kind of looks like that, but obviously isn't. <laughs> We're all about the religious iconography here. So I'm just here. like <laughs> speaking like Catholicism. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just seeing all these things and that's where it felt to me like it was very like Return of the Dead, like we're coming back. 
yeah I can see that it's really hard to know what they're going for based on this because it's one of those things where you're like yes I feel like I know what they're going for but also I have no idea at all um really quickly we'd like put a call out for people to respond with their reactions to to my chem coming back um in our call out we asked like what are your thoughts um well, we also wanted to know, did you become a fan post-breakup? Because something I'm seeing on Tumblr that isn't very fucking fair, to be honest, is like people being mean to people who only became fans of my chem post-breakup. When like a lot of these people are now 15 years old, which means they were nine when my chem broke up, which is kind of a horrifying time oh, of an God. illusion. What the fuck? But it's like, okay, you're 15 years old now. You're allowed to be excited about something that you love. Yeah. Um, Like we were just saying to, to sound engineer Michael that it's like us and Blink-182 because they were they started and they were really active while we were fucking children. Yeah, and then they broke up. I got really into them and then they came back. Yeah. Well, like, the thing is, when they came back, that's when I got really into them. Yeah. Like, I was five when Animal Mistake came out. Like, a literally, like, actual child. Yeah. Um. So I think there's, you know, there's there's no point in shaming people. There's also going to be people who have never listened to my cam before who are going to get into them now. Don't be a dick. These yeah. tickets are going to be really hard to get no matter where you're going in the world. Don't be a dick about it. Just yeah. like be nice. Make it a nice community to be in because it's. This is a very special We're thing. It's really emo of you, Claudia. <laughs> but you're right. You're dead right. So, and um, and this is still true. We want to hear like what are your thoughts on the announcement? Were you a fan during the breakup? Did you become a fan post breakup? You can get in touch with us. Um, we're Kids from Yesterday Pod on Facebook. We're Kids from Yesterday Pod on um instagram. tumblr and instagram and if you email us for kids from yesterday pod at gmail.com the only place we're different is twitter we're at kids from why day pod um but yeah get in touch let us know what you think we got a couple of responses so um hi my name is anya said that as somebody who was 12 when the black parade dropped and so spent teenage years very obsessed i could not be more happy slightly worried they won't be as good but i trust them i think i think that's an overwhelming thing that people are really worried that because they're older they're like frank has been doing different things stylistically yeah. Jared's been away from the scene since 2015. I think that's when he stopped touring as G. <laughs> like he was touring as Jared Way. Um, and he did like the Hesitant Alien tour and stuff. And then he stopped and went back to comics for a while. Um, I can understand being worried. I trust them though, I think as well. I think they wouldn't be doing this if they didn't know what they were doing. Exactly. It's too important. It's too important to them and to the fans. And I think like yeah. we said that that whole devotion thing, um, they're devoted to us. Yep. Yeah. Um, another person whose Twitter is at Mariah Scary. That's an amazing fucking Twitter. Jesus Christ. Um, so that's Emma. She said, I remember the breakup so well. I was in the airport on the way to my sixth year holiday and I started crying. I'm praying they don't let me down like Fall Out Boy did. Um, ooh, Fall Out Boy. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? What's the thing? Shade. What's <laughs> 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 that thing now? The young hip ones. There's the thing called. There's the tea now. For me, a cup of tea. Um... I wasn't disappointed with Fall Out Boy. I see Fall Out Boy pre-hiatus and post-hiatus as two very distinct bands. Yeah. Um, we've spoken about Fall Out Boy before. And people were disappointed and that's fine. Um, I still listen to new Fall Out Boy stuff. I just keep... I put in the same camp as like New Green Day. It's sexy dad music. That's... Uh, no, I wouldn't lump new Fall Out Boy in with fucking new, new Green Day. <laughs> Have you heard Father of All though? Mm, yes. Wasn't a fan. Oh, I liked it. I thought I, I there's something like 
I, I'm doing like a little dance. We're saying know. this, and yet it's just hit me once again that we're going to see Fall Out Boy Green Day. They and Weezer next year. Yeah, next year. next year is the best year for gigs. I'm just, it's I just tr- can't like emo is fucking back. Like we yeah. started this podcast. Before, we started this podcast before it was killed to emo, <laughs> but like not saying we did, but we did. Like just before it really like. It was starting to like bubble up. It again. was a joke. And like at the like, beginning of the year, like twenty nineteen was a joke. It was a joke. It was a total, and it was a thing we started. We were like, oh, maybe like four people will listen to us because they'll be like. We've joked it into existence. And we've joked my camera into existence. We should just pretend like joke about being really rich and like, joke <laughs> that into. I, I'm gonna win the lotto tomorrow. I'm just like I'm just joking. saying. I'm jokingly. <laughs> Jk. Um, but like I think overwhelmingly I've seen on Tumblr and stuff people are just so overwhelmed there is worry and I can understand the worry but I think if you just see the thing as like the my cam that we've known and loved for years and years and years and the new my cam might be distinct things and that's okay they can coexist they're yeah. older you have to kind of and not only that but us as their fans like the the, the OG fans yeah. I have to say the OG fans but the people who were into them originally are also older yeah. And their tastes are going to have changed. changed. I would assume yeah. people have been listening to the same, well... <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> I'm like, I have been. Yeah, I was going to say, I assume yeah. people have been listening to the same four of my Chemical Romance albums, albums over and over and over yeah, again for the have. past 10 years. Yeah. But they kind of have. Yeah. But I mean, like, there is scope outside of that. Like, I've, be, I've started listening to different types of music, newer types of music and different types of music than I was into when I was emo. Well, I am still emo, but I mean, like, in the heights of it, in the, yeah. In the yeah. heights of it. No, I understand. Um, I mean, I listen to the same songs all the time. I've tried to expand it a little bit this year. Um, I just, like, if you want them to be a nostalgia band, that is your own personal problem, I think. If they were going to come back and do a whole bunch of, like, we're just going to play... Um, the same? Yeah, we're going to play Back Parade, like, 15 times in a row. Like, you know, like, like fucking Weedas have to do now, where they go and they play, and people are like, play... Yeah. Teenage Dirtbag, play Teenage Dirtbag. And then they're like, yeah, okay, fine. So they end up playing it like or four like times in a set. Yeah, like <laughs> it's just. that whole tour of just like the first album being released. Yeah. Because none of their OG fans listen to the new stuff. Yeah. Lol. And like, this is something I'm seeing as I keep talking about me being a writer and an artist. I'm not published. <laughs> and only I take me seriously. Do you know but... what? I seen this thing a while ago and it was like. Um, it was like a writer yeah. and her friend was advising her like, I'm sure there's like a white man out there somewhere who is way less accomplished than you are recalling himself a writer. So just call yourself a writer. So I'm just bringing that information. Okay. You, should, you should just call just yourself a writer. Because you are a writer. Okay, so you write. As, yeah, as I do. And like I finished a book last year. I've, I've and Well, no, actually it was earlier this year and I'm sending it out to agents. I don't know if anything's going to happen with this because I've started a new project and this new project makes the last book look like this book's ugly cousin. Um, so, <laughs> so I'm kind of like oh but it's just when when you work through things and you become really consumed by a project and then you move on to another project and you look back in the old one and you go I don't like that as much as I thought yeah. I did at the time or I'm not as like involved in it you can imagine that although we've listened to my chem over and over and over again for the last 10 years Jared probably hasn't done that and Frank probably hasn't done that and Ray probably hasn't like none of them have probably sat there Listening, listening to, to their old their old songs and thinking about what was mm-hmm. if anything they're going hey I remember I did this and this was important to me at the time um and like there was the song that that Frank had with that paid homage to I'm not okay mm-hmm. and people were like oh my god this uh, I'm okay is in the song and he's like well yeah it was an important song yeah this was an important time but I think your perception of your own art changes um and they're probably not they don't, probably don't feel the same way we do about their music yeah 
Um, and I think that's something that's really important to understand when any band goes away and comes back. Like their perspectives have changed, their lives have changed, like everything. Just as much yeah, as we feel like ours have. Like if you think of the things that have happened to you in the past six what, years, six years, yeah. you'd look back and be like, wow, some very life defining things have happened yeah. to me. So naturally, my perception as a person and who I am as a person has changed. So yeah. So, yeah, I can understand being disappointed with, but I think Fall Out Boy probably taught a lot of us a lesson to not expect the same thing again. Because if somebody honestly goes away for several years and comes back and produces the same thing again, like, mm-hmm. how are you growing? How are you learning? How are you doing anything? And how can you be creatively fulfilled in that? Sorry, I'm sorry. I like, I hear myself saying this and I'm like, you sound like such a prick. No, you're right. <laughs> you sound like such a pretentious wanker. I just, because like, some other people do it. I'm like, oh my God, you're so tedious. But like, this is actually something I feel. That when it comes to creativity and art and stuff, you have to keep that alive within you and you have to give a shit about what you're doing. Yeah. And I want whatever they come back to do to be a thing they give a whole heap of shit about. That's that's my feelings on it. But um, we want to hear what you think. Maybe you disagree and that would be valid, but we want to hear it. So just, we've given you all the all the deets. Don't be afraid to get in contact. We're very nice. We're crying still. We're sound. <laughs> We're sound. We're crying still. It's all It's all good. Yeah. Any final words, Cleda? Any famous last words? <laughs> <laughs> um, not for now. I'm still completely overwhelmed by this. I'm sure when I have time to put my thoughts together, which I should probably should have done for this podcast. Today. <laughs> that would be great, yeah. When I actually think about what I'm going to talk about, I'm going to talk about it. No, but I just, I feel like there's a lot of excitement. Uh, we obviously will continue to bring you updates as we get them. Yeah. Um, you could, like, we do retweet stuff online so if you like want to yeah. obviously you can go to their twitter or whatever and get your information but we also retweet like fan stuff yeah. and kind of perspectives from other people as well that we find interesting and memes and things like that so follow us why wouldn't you yeah um also if you would like to give us a rating on apple podcast that would be so cool maybe even subscribe to us if you enjoyed this if you came for the my chemical romance um content I'm stay sure, stay because there will because be, more. be a lot more coming um we have three episodes three four episodes left this year yep which is bizarre because we started this out in may um i can't believe not only still doing this but also my chemical romance are back yeah um so yeah Mind come join blind. us uh go listen to the fanfic episode we may have a surprise around that at some point and um, we also have a a really cool well we have two really cool other episodes yep. kind of planned out um so yeah, join us. Come join our emo cult. Is what we what we like to say. We're here on Dark Base and HQ. Courtney's seen a bat fly out the uh, outside the window, and she got very excited. <laughs> <A> <laughs> Genuinely, she's seen a bat. Um, so that was nice. Yeah, it really is dark here in Dark Base. It was like a HQ. sign from the emo gods. <laughs> like you should stop recording this podcast right now because it's dark outside because the bats are awake. Um, thank you very much for listening. Um, please come back. We like you very much, and we'll see you on the flip side. Thanks for listening. Bye.